0: Thebans, your flowers and incense, what do they mean? Your quiet demonstration and obvious pain. I, Oedipus, your king, am here to listen in person to the cause of your agitation. Your anxious silence buzzes in my ears. Speak up now, tell me of your hopes and fears.
1: Whatever I can do for you. Will be done. Oedipus, all our citizens, old and young, have come here to deliver a petition with suppliant branches at your royal palace. We sit on pavements and in the marketplace to ask for some initiative, some decision. You yourself have seen our desolation, the death tide that engulfs us, one and all. Death in the fruit, death in the fruitful soil. Death in the fields and meadows, death in the womb and a ferocious plague blighting the home. Wasting the city to which we all belong, founded by Cadmus and his generation. We turn to you, Oedipus, the best of men, remembering that a stranger to this town, you freed us from the malevolence of the Sphinx with your own resolution and initiative. Act for us now again, that we may live and prosper. Exercise the curse that sinks our health and our economy in despair. Your ingenuity saved us once before. Use your unique resourcefulness once more. Rule not a desert, but the Thebes we love. I share your grief, believe me.
0: I'm quite aware of your great suffering and anxiety. All suffer, but no one suffers more than I. Each has his personal sorrow, his own grief. But I suffer too for everyone gathered here, my responsibility being the communal life. I've wandered sleeplessly from room to room, heartbroken, baffled by the general doom. My eyes open. All night I've lain awake looking for answers in the lightless dark. And there might be a solution. A faint spark of hope sustains me. For my kinsman Creon set off three days ago to ask the opinion of the Delphic Oracle. He should be back soon. Whatever the gods demand will be quickly done.
1: I think I see him at the northern gate and waving to us as he comes into sight.
0: Perhaps everything is going to be all right.
2: Brother-in-law, what word from the oracle? Our troubles may be over by some miracle. What did she say? What hope did she hold out? Should I speak openly, or for your ears alone? Speak openly. The answer concerns everyone. The sibyl says, there is some vicious thing sprung from our Theban soil which is destroying the earth and must be banished from our sight. What vicious thing? What purification rite? The exile of a man from our sixth city. A killing is the source of our adversity. Someone was killed? Who are we talking about? Our previous king was obviously
0: the victim. King Laius? I see. I never
2: set eyes on him. He was murdered. And clearly the Oracle intends we find the one who did it and make amends. Where do
3: we look?
0: What on earth do we do? The crime took place so many years ago. Start here.
2: The Sibyl says the fault lies here. But he didn't die in Thebes. He died elsewhere. He left Thebes on a pilgrimage, since when no one ever saw him alive again. What? No companion? No one to breathe a word, to give us some report of what occurred? They were all killed except for a single man with a vaguest recollection of what went on. What did he say? Did he leave us the slightest clue? He merely reported that a bunch of thieves ambushed the royal party and took their lives. An outrage.
0: And so hazardous. No mere thieves would have tried such a risky
2: game. They were put up to it by somebody here. So it was thought. But in the violent time thereafter, the whole question was set aside. What violence could be worse than regicide? The murderous, riddling sphinx consumed our days, presenting us with more immediate difficulties. I begin to glimpse a solution
0: to our plight. We'll start now and bring everything to light. Not only have we a duty to the late king, but to ourselves. Until we expose this thing, suspicion hangs like a shadow over everyone. Besides, whoever the killer is, he might rise up again and try to usurp the throne. Thebans, take up your branches and disperse. No stone will be left unturned, nothing undone to save our city from this unnatural curse.
4: The bright city has heard the grave voice of the oracle in her secret limestone cave whirling with bat and bird What prophecy
5: does she give? We hope for a miracle, but may yet receive some more ominous word
4: Athene, daughter of Zeus, Phoebus, lord of the sun, visit us with your grace
5: Lend us your strength again as often you did before Eradicate this curse, banish the plague and pain so we may thrive once more. Death squats in our houses and our infected fields. Silence of children's voices, bird silence in the hills.
4: Life-loving Dionysus, Artemis with your bow, assist us in this crisis as you used to long ago.
5: Grim scenes beyond belief, infants dead in the womb, the people crazed with grief, starvation, the stricken home, the city... A living tomb, no end to these miseries as soul after soul flies into night's cindery skies. Dawn, and a toxic blight covers the ruined earth with the perpetual twilight. Corpses litter the street and rats infest the hearth.
4: Great gods, hear our prayer. Ignite some hopeful star. Illuminate our despair.
0: Your prayers will be answered if we work as one to solve this riddle baffling everyone. A stranger to this story, as once to Thebes, I shall need information about these thieves. I must insist, if any of you should know the guilty party, let him speak up now. Even the murderer, should he come forth, will suffer only banishment, not death. Perhaps some chance foreigner was the culprit. If so, we need to know the truth of it. No blame. On the contrary, a timely word will earn the general thanks and my own reward. Silence, so be it. But if someone here is shielding himself or anyone else through fear, henceforth he shall have no friend in this nation, no roof over his head, no conversation, and I shall insist on his excommunication from public worship and religious right, Banished from house and home as one unfit. I here pronounce that the unknown murderer, or murderers as the case may be, shall bear universal disgrace to their dying day. I don't exempt myself from what I say. If I should knowingly, or even in ignorance, receive the killer, the curse lights on me. Your task is to ensure these things are done out of respect for the gods, yourselves, the throne. It astonishes me that nothing was done at once, no purification, no investigation. Since, however, I now hold King Laios' position, and his wife, Jocasta, has become my wife, and since his children, had there been any... I would have cherished as I do my life and our own daughters Ismene and Antigone. I consider myself as honour-bound to further his cause now as I would for my own father and bring the murderer to
4: light.
6: Damnation to him.
4: To the rest of us, a quick relief. We are all innocent here. Nor do we know who is responsible for our present trouble. Can we get no hint or whisper from the Sibyl? She won't speak just because we ask her to. Any other
5: ideas?
0: Yes, how about you?
5: Tiresias is famous for his prophecies, so why do we ask Tiresias what he sees? If anybody can help us, he's the one.
0: Creon, my brother-in-law, had the same idea. We've sent for Tiresias twice. Is he not here? There were rumours
2: at the time, but nothing more.
0: What rumours? Why was I not told before? Some said it was bandits
5: on the Delphi road.
0: Yes, yeah, so I've heard. There must be somebody
4: still here who was present on that fateful day. Considering the sentence you've just declared, he'd be a brave man who would say a word. He'd be a brave man who would kill a king. I wonder if Tiresias knows anything. The truth lies in his blind, prophetic eyes.
0: Tiresias, we know nothing escapes your prophecies. Nothing in heaven or earth, no knowledge, lies beyond your scope. You know, though you don't see, our present discontents. We've heard the oracle, and now we seek your guidance and advice. It seems the only answer is to identify and punish the murderers of the late king, curing the city of this plague. So bring your famous skill to bear, your magical clairvoyant arts, dead birds, and magic ring for the sake of these poor people here.
3: Relieving others is the most generous work there is. Truly and wisely said, but to be wise in retrospect can relieve nobody. Why did I not remember this? I should have known from past experience. I should not have come. You don't speak in a very optimistic tone. It would be much better if I went home. You have your difficulties, and I have mine. You won't serve the city where you were born. We need your help. So why do you decline? Because your words can only lead to pain. That being the case, I keep watch on my own. What? You know something that you won't disclose. We ask you to save Thebes, and you refuse. I've no wish to bring further grief to anyone. Ask nothing more. I mean to keep my peace. How dare you speak to me in that tone of voice? I'm not to blame. Attend to your own house. What's this you dare insult me to my face? Whether I speak or not, the truth is known. If so, old man, we need to know it too. Please, don't insist, and try to speak with tact. I do insist. And now I start to suspect
0: that you yourself were involved in the foul act. If you weren't blind and near the end of life, I'd say that you
3: yourself had held the knife. Would you indeed? So be it. The prohibition you just pronounced applies to yourself alone, since you yourself are the origin of this curse. You, Oedipus, are yourself the infectious source. How dare you? What a preposterous proposition. Do you think I'll let you get away with that? Do as you please. The truth is beyond dispute. Repeat what you said so everyone can hear. Repeat it? Did I not make my meaning clear? You yourself are the murderer you require. You live in ignorance and you live in sin. Your nuptial union is an unnatural one. This is
0: grotesque.
3: Your are doddering
0: idiot, a blind and villainous old reprobate.
3: I'm sorry for you mocking at me this way. The world will say the same of you one day. Enclosed as you are in your perpetual night, what can you do to one who sees the light? I take no part in public deliberation. Others will have to resolve this situation others? Who? Creon, perhaps? When
0: Mother Wit and character are matched a throne in sight, why does envy always come into it? Does Creon, my wife's brother, hope to replace his best friend on a throne I never sought? Did Creon put Tiresias up to this, bribing the charlatan to confuse the state? Tiresias, what did your famous skill ever achieve? Where were you while the Sphinx was still alive, posing a simple riddle to the city and choking everyone for their stupidity? A sage like you should know the right response, but all your tricks were of no consequence till I, poor Oedipus, showed up and hit on the right answer, thanks to my native wit. What goes on four legs in the morning Two in the afternoon and three at dusk. Would you consider that a hard one to figure out? Why, man himself. Good heavens, who'd have thought? And I'm the very man you would unseat replacing me with Creon on the throne, hoping to act as his chief minister. You and your henchmen will regret this sinister trickery. Were you not an honored sage, you would fall victim to my personal
4: rage. Both of you must renounce this angry tone. The Sibyl spoke, and there are things to be done.
3: King though you are, you won't deny my right to speak. I serve not you, but the God of Light nor do I depend on Creon's patronage. You mock me for my blindness. You have eyes, and yet you can't distinguish your own fate or recognize those closest to your heart. Do you know whose son you are? Without knowing it, you have committed the most grievous sin in earth or heaven against your own kin. Soon, exiled by a double execration you will be banished by your adopted nation blind then will be your own dear sighted eyes the hills will ring to your disconsolate cries when everything is told and the truth known do you even know who you are do you know the wife you love so much your children a harsh life awaits you in the wandering years to come. Invent conspiracies? Bluster? Shout me down? A tragic fate is yours in the grim time when you've been hounded out of house and home. This is
2: intolerable.
0: Get out of my sight immediately. Get back where you came from.
3: I came at your instigation, not my own. If I had known, I'd never have sent for you.
0: The rubbish you've obliged me to listen to.
3: Your parents, though, might take a different view. Oh, yes. What do you know about my origins? You are born today. A strange new life. Why
0: must you always speak in riddles like that?
3: But isn't solving riddles your special art? You ridicule the quick wits of your saviour. Dangerous wits, as you will soon discover. I saved Thebes from ruin, and I'm at peace. Excellent. Boy, take me to my own house. Yes, take him home. He's been no help to us. Before I go... I ought to warn you, Oedipus, that Laius, murderer, is among us here, of alien origin, so it would appear, yet native-born, just like the rest of us. All this will become apparent in due course. The Percipient One will be the blind man then, and the great hero, an outcast among men, condemned to wander, tapping a white cane, father and brother, both of his own children, to the one woman, at once spouse and son, patricide and usurper. Think hard and long and call me blind when you have proved me wrong.
4: The Delphic voice announces within her secret cave all deaths and
5: entrances, the things we don't perceive. Deep in her limestone rock, dazed by hypnotic air Amid the swirling smoke, she knows the murderer Where is the wanted man? In forest or mountain waste? Perhaps, like a wild beast, he roams the snow-lit dawn Hounded by unknown fears and far from loving faces While in his head he hears
4: the murmur of angry voices Though none can circumvent Tiresias' prophecies Till proven otherwise, the king is innocent A hero in our eyes, who beat the predator at our own mysteries And saved us once before
2: I'm told the king has implicated me in some conspiracy. A stupid lie, an intolerable slander. If the king thinks I have done or spoken anything against himself, he couldn't be more wrong. Such things should not be said impetuously. He spoke unthinkingly, in rage and fear. Did he say Tiresias' story was my idea? So he said, though I can't imagine why. He claims I prompted the old man to lie? He openly charges me with this wickedness. Look, here he comes. So
4: ask him face to face. Well, brother-in-law, what brings you to my door?
0: You've got a nerve to show yourself to me. You who've intrigued against me from the start. What kind of idiot do you take me for? Do you think I'm blind to your
2: conspiracy? Who do you think will give you their support? This is insane. What do you charge me with? Wasn't it you who brought Tiresias here? Indeed I did and brought him in good faith. Did the old man always have such influence? Yes, and was widely known for his sixth sense. He was silent about the king's death at the time. And now he charges me with this awful crime. So many questions. Let me ask another. Jocasta is your wife. I, as her brother, share palace privileges as a matter of course. Which makes your sleazy plot so much the worse. You charge me with conspiracy and treason, which I deny. Oedipus, use your reason. Who would exchange a good life like my own for the tough politics of an anxious throne? To be a king was never my ambition. I'm satisfied with my present situation, an honoured one, next to the seat of power. What sensible man would wish for anything more? The last thing I want is the responsibility of actual government and administration. And titles in themselves mean nothing to me. I've no reason to fear any man. If anyone wants a favour, I'm the one they ask, knowing I stand beside the throne. Nobody in his right mind would prefer a spurious kingship to a life like mine. I tell you what, go now to the Delphic shrine and verify my report, seek confirmation, but don't insult me on a mere suspicion. Disown me, and you disown your truest friend. You must be blind if you don't understand. Oedipus,
4: listen to him. He's talking sense. Don't be deluded by your own
2: impatience. So, what do you think? Am I to be exiled? Oh, no. Mere banishment would be far too mild. I'm thinking more in terms of execution. Where's the evidence for my hideous crime? Enough. Here comes Turcasta, and just in time.
6: What on earth are you two shouting about? At a time like this, should you not both be out working to cure this terrible disease instead of bickering like two angry boys? Shake hands and make it up, whatever it is. The problem will look different come tonight.
2: Oedipus has just charged me with sedition. And now he's talking about execution. I find he's been conspiring behind my back. The whole thing is a ridiculous mistake.
6: Believe him, Oedipus, for heaven's sake.
5: Believe him. Bring this argument to an end. Creon was always your most faithful friend. Don't add new bitterness to the general blight.
2: I think it's time the liar quit my sight. I will. Relieved and happy to be gone. My innocence is well known to everyone.
0: What was the
6: reason for this childish round?
0: He thinks I murdered the old king, and now he's dreaming up some means to take my place.
6: My brother? Has he said it to your face?
0: They've been scheming, he and Tiresias both. Too cunning to speak up in his own voice, he puts words into the
6: old prophet's mouth. Oedipus, think no more of it, for in truth prophecy is all tricks and speculation. No one has the true gift of divination, not even Tiresias, with his reputation. So, set your mind at rest. It was foretold that Laius would be killed by his own child, but it's well known he was cut down by thieves at a road junction 30 miles from Thebes. As for our only child, somebody took and nailed his ankles to an exposed rock, so that he died there on the mountainside. The boy was dead when my first husband died. So much for prophets and their great mystique. Everything will come clear when the gods decide.
0: A junction. Thirty miles from here, you said. Where was this? Do we know the exact place?
6: The fork for Delphi on the main road to Thrace. Hedipus, dear. You've gone white in the face. When did this happen?
0: Tell me what you know.
6: It was before your time. Oh, years ago. Oh, God in
0: heaven, can the thing be true? Laius, describe him to me. Old or young?
6: Older than me. Grey-haired and his beard long.
0: Can the prophecy have been genuine all along?
6: Oedipus, you're frightening me. What's wrong?
0: How many travelled with the king that day?
6: Not more than six soldiers to clear the way. A
0: road Junction. Who gave you this report?
6: A servant. The one man who escaped the fight.
0: This servant? Is he
6: still here in the house? No. He retired right then to his own place. And I must say I was sorry to see him go. He's a shepherd somewhere in the hills, I hear.
0: Do you think we could find the man and bring him here?
6: I expect we could. Meanwhile, will you not say what fills you with such anxiety, such fear?
0: Of course I will. And you should be the first to know. Jocasta, let me tell you my life history. It makes for a rather fascinating story. Polybius, king of Corinth, was my father, and Merope, Dorian, my mother. I was their only son, heir to the throne. I too, in time, would be the rightful king. And then one festive night, this curious thing. An insolent man who had had too much wine told me that I was not my father's son. I spent a bad night, as you can imagine. Perhaps I took his words too seriously. Disturbed, I asked my parents the next day if there was truth in the insinuation. Well, they were shocked and furious at the lie. Yet my disquiet would not go away. So on an impulse, telling nobody, I went to the Delphic Oracle. But instead of a straight answer to my question, I heard the ghastliest gibberish that in the near future, I'd kill my father, marry my own mother, incestuously cohabiting with her, and raise children abominable to nature. Utter rubbish, of course. But even so, avoiding Corinth and my former home, I took the road to Thebes and duly came to the road junction where King Laius died. Striding along, I met with a palanquin, soldiers and porters, So I broke my stride, but one insulted me with an insolent sign, gesturing rudely with an upraised thumb. I struck him in the face. A fight broke out. All went for me, including the old man, but they were worn out. I was young and proud and left them all for dead beside the road. If that was Laius, where does it leave me now? See what I mean? If that was Laius, you know, your first husband, where does it leave us to? Only the shepherd can set my mind at ease. Laius, you said, was killed by thieves. If thieves did it, in fact, I'm not the murderer. But if he says there was just one man there, it starts to look as if it might be me.
6: No. Thieves is what he said. That was his story. Everyone heard him say it, not only me. But either way, the Oracle got it wrong. No child of mine ever killed anyone. My little boy died, well, before you were born. Ignore this nonsense. Set your mind at rest. These famous prophets are all quacks at best.
0: You're right, of course. But see if we can trace this shepherd and hear a story in any case.
4: The best wisdom acknowledges a supreme heavenly code no mortal dare disregard,
5: known throughout the ages to woman, man, and God. A code that never changes through changing time and tide, whatever the circumstances. A spirit of competition inspires the generous act, but only the despot tricked by his own mad ambition and drunk with lonely power dreams of unlimited flight. The sky, if not the light, and tumbles from his tower. Those who ignore the laws, who conquer by brute force, or steal their triumph always, are punished in due course. But the sun hides in clouds, obscuring the bright gods. The heart no longer hears the music of the spheres. Real presence of the divine, O voice of heaven, hushed
4: in your inviolate shrine, give back to us our faith. Zeus. Come awake and waste our coarse materialism with storm and lightning spasm and re-enchant the earth.
6: I have been too neglectful of religion. My husband, taken up with fantasies, cannot distinguish between truth and lies. Nothing I can say can put his mind at ease. And so I turn to the gods in supplication. Relieve the anxieties of King Oedipus and save us from the plague devouring Thebes.
7: Good morning, friends. Is this King
4: Oedipus' palace? It is indeed. You've come to the right place and he's at home. This lady is his wife.
7: Good morning, madam. The gods keep you safe.
6: Thank you. What mission brings you here to us?
7: News for King Oedipus and for all his house. Good news, I hope, though it is also sad. I come from Corinth. Polybius is dead. The people ask for Oedipus return, to reign there in the city where he was born, king of Corinth and Thebes of the whole sphere.
6: Oedipus, father, dead? Quick, fetch him here. So much of a quackery and false belief. The father, he has avoided all his life, dead of a natural death. What a relief.
0: What's going on? Where has this man come from?
6: He comes from Corinth, now. You listen to him. The prophecies be damned. Your father's dead.
7: Dead of a natural death, as the old die. Nothing suspicious?
0: No sign of foul play. What now, love, for the prophets and their tricks? The entrails, screaming birds and whirling sticks. The father I was to kill lies in his tomb. My fears are nothing now but a bad dream.
6: Didn't I tell you from the very first?
0: You did. I can't think why I feared the worst. Yet there remains the question of my mother.
6: Oh, stop it! You swap one fear for another. Why, why plague yourself with these imaginings? As for incestuous marriage, mother and son, many a man has dreamt of similar things. Besides, you're married to me, and life goes on.
7: This other lady you mention, who do you mean? Polybius'
0: widow, Merope. It was prophesied these hands should be defiled with patricide and I should take my mother for a bride. So I left Corinth twenty years ago and haven't been back since, as you must know. Thebes is my home now and a happy one before our present trouble struck us down. Nothing replaces your own home, of course. But these are my people now and this
7: my house. And this is the reason you haven't been back since? If so, you can be easy in your conscience, for you weren't King Polybius's natural son. I know, since I was there when you were found. A childless couple, they adopted you. When was I found? Where on earth was I found? On Mount Kitharan, in a secret wood. I have a farm there in that neighbourhood. One of my shepherds brought you into me. Why was I lost? I must have been very young. You were an infant. Your two ankles bound together, the tendons fastened with a screw. I myself am the one who unfastened you and kept you for a month till you were sound. This is the source of your uneven stride.
0: Who left me out there on the mountainside?
7: I don't know. Ask the man who found you there, the shepherd who consigned you to my care. He'd been a gardener at the palace here. Does anyone know him? Can we see this man? Undoubtedly you'll find he's the same
4: one you've sent for. Surely he will be here soon. Perhaps now we shall solve
0: this mystery. Jocasta, you must know about this story.
6: To please me, Oedipus. inquire no further. It makes no difference now about your father. What's the point in all this ancient history?
0: I need to know my origin, don't you see?
6: No! For my sake, for your own sake, you must stop. Forget about it. Let the matter drop! It's best for everyone if you let it be.
0: What? Are you afraid you'll be ashamed of me? Even if we find that I was born in slavery, it doesn't affect your own proud ancestry. Oedipus,
6: you don't know what you'll discover.
0: Bask in your high heredity. However, we need to know. So fetch the shepherd
6: somebody. Oh, Oedipus. We're lost and...
0: She is ashamed of my uncertain birth but I am a child of fortune of the earth. Nothing that we discover can trouble me but I must know
4: my true identity. Tonight, Before the full moon rises on silent Thebes, the truth of Oedipus' origins will be known. I sing of High Kitheron, its Asphodel and Olive, where he was found
5: alive and cherished as our own. Was he a son of Pan, delivered by some wild daughter of wood and stream? Was he a love child of Phoebus, lord of the sun, lord of the flowery field, of some nymph beguiled by Dionysus' charm? Here they are now. Look at the Northern
0: Gate. This shepherd, I don't know the man by sight, of course, not having seen him until now, but it must be him. Do any of you know?
4: Oh, yes, I remember him from years ago. As good a man as you could hope to meet. Now, friend, don't be alarmed.
0: Look at my face and tell me, did you once work in this house?
2: I did, sir, as a gardener to King Laius. I've been a shepherd now for a long time.
5: Whereabouts
0: in the country do you reside?
5: On Mount Kisheron, sir, at the eastern side.
0: Do you recognise this Corinthian visitor here? This gentleman? I
7: I don't know. I, I can't be sure. But don't you remember working at my place? I was in Corinth most of the time, of course. But sometimes we'd be out in the fields together, watching the flocks in every kind of weather. It was years ago. But yes, I I remember now. Of course you do. And don't you remember how you found a baby boy in the secret glen, abandoned, his feet bound, and brought him in? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Old friend, there stands the baby you found then. God, why do you bring that business up again?
0: If you won't answer, we must make you answer. My God... You wouldn't hurt an old man, sir. Was it you who gave the infant to your master? Yes. And I wish the thing were past and done. Was he your own child? Was he the child of slaves? He was the son of Laius and Jocasta. She gave you her own son to be put down. Abandoned. Bound. Exposed to bears and wolves. There was some prophecy
1: they tried to stop. The boy would kill the king when he grew up. But I couldn't bring myself to leave him, sir. So I handed him over to this gentleman here. If that
5: was you, you're an unfortunate man.
0: And so I am. Now, everything is known. My patricide and incest equally plain. A mother lover, outcast among men. I'll never look upon the sun again.
4: History, a show of shadows. Where is the hero whose happiness is anything but a complacent dream from which he wakes in time? Look at this wretched king, Oedipus, for instance, whom we called
5: happy once. Nobody had a surer aim, no one a sharper eye. Proud of his sudden fame, when the defeated sphinx, with lion loins and wings, threw herself in the sea, we hailed him as our own and placed him on the throne. Now what a grim reversal. Oedipus, wise and great, shamed by a vicious fate. Could anything be worse than to be told, aghast, the fertile earth you sow received your father too? Did the soil not protest? Time
4: has brought to light, as time does, of course. The plague-making curse of this son and mother couple, once our delight. I wish now that I'd never seen you, son of Laius. This is our darkest
1: night. Thebans, be strong, for what I'm going to say will grieve you in its dire extremity. Not all the waters of the Aegean Sea can cleanse this house of the disgrace inside. Our beloved queen is dead, a suicide.
4: Not this, on top of everything else. But how?
1: It beggars description what I saw just now. Running indoors, distraught, as you all know, she shut herself in her room and cried aloud to her first husband, Laius, long since dead, ruining the son she married in his stead. We heard her shrieking on her marriage bed. Then Oedipus rushed in, waving a sword, kicked open the locked doors of an inner room, and found his dead wife hanging from a beam while we looked on in shock and disbelief. Moving as in a daze, he slashed the rope from which she swung and gently laid her down. It was too late, of course. There was no hope. So then, in a paroxysm of guilt and grief, he plucked the golden brooches from her gown and plunged them into his eyes time and again. Eyes which had seemed too much, yet not enough. Blindly he screamed with the ferocious pain, while the hot tears flowed in a crimson rain. And now they share disaster, man and wife. So much for the happiness of their former life. Where is he now? How can he live through this? He talks of quitting Thebes to lift the curse. Blind as he is, he sees no other course. Here he is now. God, what a dreadful sight.
0: I hear voices. Everything else is night. A dark night of the soul, prescribed by fate. The body suffers, and the spirit too. All friends and citizens, is it really you? Give me your hands so I can find my way. Will you not touch me? Do you shrink away? I wish I'd never seen the light of day. I should have been left there on the mountainside. Much better for every one of I had died. Not knowing that I murdered my own father. Not knowing that I slept with my own mother. A father of sister daughters and brother sons. Your Oedipus has committed the worst of sins.
4: These self-inflicted wounds trouble the mind. It would be better to be dead than blind. No!
0: How could I face my parents with open eyes? My murdered father and my mother-wife when they confront me in the afterlife? The children, how could I bear their stricken gaze? I am myself the source of the Sibyl's curse. The people, how could I look them in the face? I'd gladly be deaf, too, to stop my ears to the harsh echo of my sinful years. The whisper of contempt, the moan of tears. These things will be spoken of on every side. In that open space where the roads divide, the very rocks remember what took place. So great are my hot shame and my disgrace. Only black night and silence can bring me peace. Give me your hands. Pity my misery. Oh, kill me. Fling me into the boiling sea Why should I care now what the
2: future brings? Creon is here Who will decide these things I take no pleasure in your fall from grace Nor do I charge you with your ignorant sins The truth was there had we but read the signs Remember though our reverence for the light Take him inside Out of the general's sight Creon, old friend
0: I know I have no right to make demands of you but Arjacasta, conduct her funeral rite as you see fit I know you will be kind she was your sister as for myself expel me from the city and let me walk the roads as once before this time with a white stick to help me see Having gone on two legs, I shall need one more. Ismene, are you there? And you, Antigone? Are you both beside me in my ignominy? Knowing how much you love them, I had them brought. I thank you, brother, for that gentle thought. Girls, take these hands. It was their own work that plunged your crazy father in the dark. I can no longer rest my gaze on you. My eyes don't see you, but they're crying too. There are some things that can't yet be explained. When you're both older, you will understand.
4: Thebans, consider, this was King Oedipus once, the greatest man alive, envied by other men for the liberal prosperity of his reign, who gifted with an astonishing sixth sense interpreted for us the darkest mysteries. But look what darkness, what tumultuous seas have swamped that confident, now sunken head.
5: Our death awaits us at the end of the road. Only in death are we beyond catastrophes. Think no one fortunate while still alive. No one is really at peace until he dies and takes his silence down to a tranquil grave. Expel the vicious thing, the Sibyl said, and Oedipus' self-exile, though we grieve for him in his affliction, may yet restore our health and happiness as he did before. Our ruin, he is our saviour.
4: No need to mourn. If the bad air lifts from our stricken town, birds sing once more and children are born again.